Um, all right, you want to get going? Let's do it. Sweet. Oh, is that my part? Line? <laughs> <laughs> The Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom. And I am LeMikey Aaronworth. <laughs> very good. And this is very exciting, but we're in the same room together. Oh my God, it oh. feels good. Oh my God, does it? Part of it feels good because uh, we're finally able to see each other. Uh-huh. Uh, the other part feels good because we're not going to spend 90% of the episode <laughs> thinking about what the other person is saying and when they're finished because mm-hmm. there's that slight, slight lag. Yeah. Uh, and I know the listener, listen, listen, listener, because that's your fucking job. <laughs> Sit down, listen to what big boy Mikey's got to uh, tell here you. We go. Okay. I know that you <laughs> expect a certain level of comedy from us. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, if you've noticed a little bit of a dip in that quality, not just the sound quality, but in the, in the back and forth, that's because we're, we're working overtime, baby. We got to think about when the other person's done talking, yep. whether there's a delay, uh, not to step over each other. Now, it's just full unleashed, bro. 100%. I feel like I'm in the CIA where they're like, can you read lips? I'm like, oh, absolutely, I can read lips. Because I spend <laughs> yeah. most of the episodes staring into the screen to wait till Mikey's done talking, then go, okay, now it's my turn, and there's still a four-second delay. Like, this is all boring editing podcast stuff that you don't want to hear about, but we spent a ton of time during that quarantine period of the last four months, three months, um, where we edited, yeah, three edited out the silence uh, between our, our like, yeah editing talking. was so hard. What? I think I wanted to what? Oh, you, Andrew. What? I think your network connection's bad. I think I lost. And welcome to the retro the podcast where we remind you. <laughs> Wait, you're doing that now? Okay, <laughs> but no, it's it's so tough because it was it, it was impossible. Now we now because of Ontario's phase one rules, we're allowed to be in ten person groups. Mikey's part of my 10. I'm part of your 10. Yeah. With that being said, it's, of course, our weekly reminder that Father's Day is coming up. Father's Day is coming up. Oh, wait. uh, Uh, Wait. Nope. Father's Day already happened. Father's Day has passed, and you have now finished your ass-eating requirement for the year. We'll see you back next June. Your quota. Uh, (laughs) Hopefully, you filled it uh, or or taken the filling out of someone else's. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Well, they call it eating. I've been eating. I've been chowing down. Is yeah, that yeah, not- yeah. I, I use a lot of teeth in that situation. <laughs> fork and, and spoon for me. <laughs> oh, uh, I got another question for you to change yeah. the subject. If you were in the Olympics, mm-hmm. would you rather, because I was talking to my brother about this the other day and, and how there are certain Olympic sports that you wouldn't necessarily care as much to be in, like things that you wouldn't. So like, to, obviously, to- obviously people love the 100 meter dash. That's a, sure, that's a pretty big That's a premier sport. So yeah. would you rather be second in javelin or last place in the 100 meter dash? I think you want to walk away with a medal. Okay. So you'd rather be second? Yeah. So you want to be second D's nuts, baby! (laughs) Oh my God. Is there a new Rick and Morty season out or something like that? What is going on? Have you been watching Rick and Morty? No, I have not. Morty's nuts, baby! (laughs) Oh, it's... I'm so excited to do this in the same room. In, in previous, if we were doing this over the internet, I could just I could just say my internet's not working and close yeah. you out for five minutes and Andrew go. just stops laughing. <sighs> just take, take a breather. My Lamaze classes are working really well for oh, me. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, honestly, though, have you, have you watched no, the I've new not. Rick and Morty? No. Do you not like that show? I, I totally like the show. I think I've seen every episode. I just don't 
It's not when there's new ones. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. I gotta watch these new ones. Yeah, I, I, you and I have spoken about how we don't like, um, we don't like the community around Rick and Morty. 100%. The show itself is still very good. And we, we, cause I think both of you, both, both of us, both will, of me, yeah. Both, both of you, Andrew yeah. and Andrew, <laughs> will agree, uh, on the fact that a lot of the, the fans of Rick and Morty seem to be kind of like followers. Unlike yeah. the characters of the, the game we're going to be talking about ooh, today, ooh, which ooh. is, uh, we haven't said it yet, yeah. is, is Lemmings. Yeah, we're doing Lemmings today. This is yeah. a big one. This is a, this is a big one. We're not going to get into it yet, but uh, if, if you came here for the Lemmings as, as my dog tries to tear into a pillow, really try to get our attention. Right, just getting the attention. Just digging deep into this pillow. and that's, a new, Is that a new pillow? That's my good pillow. Oh, that's your good pillow? That's my good pillow. <laughs> Holy Christ. Can you rank all your pillows really quickly? Honestly, okay. So I've got an orange one. I've got two kind of uh, teal ones. Uh, and, and then one with a pattern. I would say the the one with the pattern, the the horizontal one, that is the the that's the top dog. That's pillow. your go-to pillow. That's the go-to pillow, and not necessarily just to lay on, oh, but okay. for looks. Yeah, it's like me. No one wants to lay on me, but looks wise, you kind of want to have me around. I, I'm not baby. gonna lie, Mikey. There's not a lot of comfort to your body. There's it's no all comfort. Muscle and bone. It's purely mainly bone, and especially because <laughs> I have scoliosis. If you're like laying on my chest, you're probably gonna get a rib to the eye. Like it's. <laughs> You don't, when I lay down on your stomach, I don't know what in the world I'm in again. Is no. that your six V vertebrae or something the, like that? The funniest is, is when someone uh, gives me a massage and they don't know about my scoliosis. Uh, I, I always, you, wait a second. What? So someone says, Hey Mikey, I'm going to give you a massage. You're like, sounds great. Everyone loves massages. Yeah. You take off your top yeah. and you don't tell them you have scoliosis. No, because I like this interaction oh. where they're, they're massaging. And then they kind of, they always like, there's a point where they're kind of following the spine, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then I always say to them, I'm like, Hey, do you think you're right near my spine right now? And they're like, yeah, why? I said, go nine meters to the right. <laughs> and then they go there and they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you like, you like dealing with their perception of what a back should look like. Yeah, I really, I, you know, it's like we talked about last week, flipping mm. the map upside down. Absolutely. And it's like, well, I'm not comfortable with the way that this looks. Uh, Racism. <laughs> uh, uh, it's great to be in the same room again, It's buddy. It's very, very good. Uh, I, I love the fact that, that because uh, I say a lot of, and the, the D-pads will know this, uh -huh. very, very funny jokes, oh, but man. when you're working with someone, uh, through the internet, mm -hmm. you have to kind of say the joke and pause because you're anticipating the uproarious laughter. Right. But there's that split second where you feel so self-conscious. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. like your joke got no laughs. Because <laughs> anytime I've ever seen a script pause for laughter, I'm like, oh, this is going to be the <laughs> yeah. worst thing I've ever read in my life. Uh, there, was, there was, I think it was during an E3 event and uh, back when Sony would do the, the E3 events, uh, like like the big conferences mm. with them, there were journalists who were backstage, like watching it from backstage and they could see the teleprompter. Mm -hmm. And they said that there were moments where it said like pause for applause and pause for laughter. And no one was reacting. Jesus. It was like, I think it was probably the the Sony event where, where uh, someone was up there and they were they were talking about some game which has so far gone that I don't remember it but the yeah. big thing was like and you get the crab on his back and strike him for maximum damage and then maximum <laughs> damage became like this big meme within the Sony universe pause pause for applause uh, yeah. crab back <laughs> maximum damage Okay. All right. No, all right. It's almost like maximum damage to my ego. More like, hey, <laughs> I just you know with E three being digital this year, and yes. I, I guess Mikey, we should talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I think we should. Um, I wonder if E three being digital is one of those things that now going forward we're just like, 
Yeah, I don't think we need to do this in person again going yeah, forward. There's got to be a way. Um, but I, I, I kind of like events. And I work like a lot of people are talking about mm-hmm. that. We're like, well, you know, more workers can stay home and we right. don't need these big events and this and that. But like, I kind of like those occasions. And for E3 specifically, I know journalists typically hate it. Yeah. But the idea of like going to your one place and getting some hands-on experience with the game, as long as there's a way to allow you to try the games out, without being there physically, I think that's important because the journalists can then report on on how the games are as opposed mm-hmm. to just seeing like a vertical slice of them. Um, but I, I guess it doesn't really make a difference to it me. It doesn't, and I agree with you. I am, I, you know, just based on my my job field and everything, I am a big believer in the live event. I really, oh, I think it's important. I that thought you were going to say I'm a big boy and I was going to say, uh-uh, <laughs> baby. Uh-uh, little dinky. Andy. I've cornered the market on big boys in this <laughs> podcast. Um... Is I love I love the live experience. I love there there is nothing unmatched to when you are around other people. And unfortunately, still we are not allowed to do that. And you know we hope you are safe right now. Uh, but I don't. No, you don't. You hope everyone's dying. I hope I hope the person who's listening to this uh-huh. is having a real rough go of things. Right oh, really? Now. Interesting. Yeah, I hope they I hope they got stabbed recently. Oh my god! And that they are. I hope that you are listening to this podcast uh-huh. in your in your dumb little earphones and they're just poking their way through to your brain because that's how okay. earphones work because yeah. they it vibrates on your brain right and and you got stabbed because you were you were laughing so hard at something that I said right and th- that you lost track of your surroundings and someone stabbed you because they thought you were laughing at him oh or her uh-huh and then stabbed you and you're listening to this and you're thinking oh my god I'm gonna die right now I should have been more safe because you're because it's so funny because it's so funny. Because it's so... No, because you got stabbed. Oh, I thought it was good because of a laugh attack. Oh, that's... If, I remember this. If, if the knife's not going to kill you, my friend. I remember the series of deaths in the late 90s about art attacks. <laughs> and that was really bad. The number of art attacks happening around Ontario were really, really... And the fact that you had a bird's eye view of most of them. That, to me, I think was one of the most dangerous things about it. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah, he was just like trying to trying to cover up all his bodies with the clothes that made letters or drawings. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a vista of and a it, lake. And if you don't get what we're talking about, fuck you. Yeah, Art Attack is, uh, that's a Canadian treasure for sure. That's Canadian, well, I, right? No, it's definitely not because the guy had an accent. So I'm assuming it's British right, in some capacity. Right, right, right. Because we would never cast somebody with an accent. No, why would we <laughs> do that? Christ. We have what so a many- weird thing for me to say out loud. <laughs> The guy had an accent. There's no way it's Canadian. Yeah, Lennox Lewis. Nothing to do with Canada. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, no, so E3 had some really, I don't know. What, what was your takeaway? What was the biggest surprise? What was the biggest well, we're talking, takeaway? We're talking about the PlayStation event, right? Well, I think we'd have to, yeah. Because yeah. so, we haven't seen the Xbox One. Yeah, so, so well, so this event, I actually, I'm a little confused. I don't think it was a part of E3. I think it was, I think it was... Just sort of like a Sony event. That, oh, that they, I think it's that around the time that E3 it is, comes It's definitely out, around so the time, yes. That's why I think everything is now encompassing inside yes, of E3. But they're kind of doing their own thing, like Nintendo did, because Nintendo broke off and said, we're not going to do, they, they Tom broke off and said, we're not going to do this E3 thing, we're just going to mm-hmm. do our own thing. Uh, Sony came out with some, 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 Pretty big swings. As big as, I think as big as a swing as you can is yeah. introducing a new console. Introducing a new console. And even though everyone knew it was going to happen, and obviously we apologize at this point, it would have, it will have been, what, two weeks since it happened, yeah, essentially? Yeah, something like that. Um, around there. But, but it's still worth talking about it because um, 
I really think Sony gained back a lot of ground that they may have lost. Right. Because uh, everyone was kind of talking about Xbox's new console and how the graphics blew out the PlayStation, like blew it out of the water yep. and this and that. And then Sony comes to the table and says, look, we've still got great games. We've still got great power. Um, I'm excited. Like, I think they had a pretty good showing. We kind of touched on before we started recording uh, Spider-Man because Spider-Man is yeah. one of your yeah, favorite, favorite games. Favorite games. Um, I, I, I think it was my seventh or eighth favorite game of the decade. Mm. Maybe nine. And I, I just, I love the open world Spider-Man game. It kind of changed how we can do uh, superhero video games because in the way that like they've been Lego games or they've been stupid uh, connections to movie games yep. and they've just have not been good. This was a standalone great game. Yeah. And I remember back when it came out, there were talks about like, could this be the beginning of like the Marvel video game universe? Yeah. Like the MCU, yeah. but for video Because it is a Marvel game. It is a Marvel game and it's an Insomniac game. Yeah. And if any company is able to make a game with the mechanics, like the differentiation and mechanics that would be required to incorporate all of the different superheroes' powers, it would be Insomniac because they're so used to having imaginative weapons and gameplay right. and all that. Like the Ratchet and the Insomniac games were involved in the Ratchet and Clank uh, franchise. Involved. Yeah. As in they, hey, they made them. Nice, yeah. Very nice. Um, but yeah, new Ratchet and Clank game coming out. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, Rift Apart, which, listen, I'm expecting better sex puns than Rift Apart. <laughs> well, okay, so I saw your tweet about that. Yeah. At Retrograde Pod. At Retrograde Pod. Uh, and I think what it is, it's a, it's a pun on the idea that the two of them are not going to be, they're going to drift apart. Right. So, so I think that's the pun. Emotionally? Uh, well, I would assume that's part of it, yeah. Because... Emotion has nothing to do with sex, and I oh was expecting a sex pun because uh, up your arsenal, for example. Ah, uh, perfect. Beautiful. Sex pun. <laughs> Just chef's kiss. Oh my goodness, so good. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, regardless though, like I, I'm, I'm kind of being facetious you, as I want to be. I fucking am so amped for a new Ratchet and Clank game. Do you like the design of the new PS5? I'm going to say, I personally don't like it, but I do like that they took a swing on it. Because consoles, it seemed, had, you know, back in the PlayStation 2, that was like a, a marvel in terms of hardware. It looked really cool. And mm -hmm. then the Xbox had that kind of like inhale look, like the, the yeah. Xbox 360. And then it kind of got to the point where it's like, well, we don't know if hardware is supposed to stand out on the shelf. They wanted to kind of look yeah. unassuming. Um, so I love the design of the new Xbox. It's just a cube or like a rectangular prism and it sits and that's it. The PlayStation 5, like it or hate it, at least took a risk and tried to differentiate yeah. itself from yeah. the, the the course of current hardware design. Do you like it? Yeah, I, I think it's fine. I think, I think to be honest, too much is being made of it. I don't use uh, my console as a, you know, bookcase level thing where I yeah. go like, oh, look at my PS5. Have yeah. you seen this? It's usually under a desk somewhere that is yeah. tied up to my television. Um, it does look like a community center that is being built in a modern town yeah. like Seattle. <laughs> like it does look like yeah. something like that. I don't care. I'm now more worried about like, so your individual games in PS2, black cartridges, yeah. Yeah. Uh, black, you know, uh, cases, white cases for PS3, blue cases for PS4, white cases for PS5. Cause there was clear cases for PS3. Excuse me. Right. White cases? Mm, that, I don't like that's that. That's like the Nintendo Wii. Yeah. I don't, it, I, don't like I, that. I, I kind of like, 
white for a hardware like design of a, a piece of hardware yeah. it's just never really looked that sleek no, with me. an active fan that is you're gonna hear all the time yeah. and you're gonna get dusty because yeah. the fan is sucking things in or out yeah uh yeah i don't think it's gonna be it, it's gonna look great coming out of the box i'll tell you that it will i think i think the problem is it's kind of like uh when you look at a movie like blade runner for example yeah um it it, it it's it takes risks and makes assumptions on what technology will be at a certain point. Uh-huh. And in some cases you get it kind of right, you know, and especially because I think, I think the visionaries of science fiction kind of massage the way in which architects and designers start to build things in the future. Yeah, of they course. Want it to look like what their idea of the future is. But the PlayStation 5 is very clearly a swing at what futuristic technology is going to mm. look like. The problem is when you do that, sometimes you really end up dating yourself. Like, yep. Any of the screens, for example, in oh, Blade Runner, absolutely, it's it's text because they didn't have graphical user interfaces at that time, and it's totally. just like like if you if you miss, then you end up looking dated very very quickly. The Xbox is not really ever going to look dated because it's just like a piece of hardware that's going to be on. Okay, it. so can I tell you a story about that? Uh, no, let's move on. Okay, so the next game that I want to talk about is <laughs> no, please tell me a story, Andrew. I'm so tired. I want gold Betty buys. I'm going to lay down bed. Can you read me a story? What a weird little dinky Mikey. <laughs> no. What a dinky you Mikey. You can't do that. I, do the shower thing again. Tell them about how I don't shower. I don't want to be little dinky Mikey. I need this, this Andrew. This, this disgusting bastard hasn't a haircut in four months. Um, <laughs> actually, I have. Yeah. I Wait, you had a haircut? My sister. I oh, let my yes. sister try to yes. cut my hair. And she... Uh, <laughs> She Bill the Butcher did? She lost the razor, like uh-huh. the, the to, to my electric trimmer. We oh, were at my okay, cottage. She was, she was, no, 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 no. He lost himself <laughs> in, the, in the late 90s. Um, yep. They, uh, we, we were using like an electric razor and she was cleaning the guard out and she took the guard out over a balcony to like get the hair out uh-huh. and didn't realize that the actual razor portion was inside the guard and it slipped out and fell into a lake. Oh, wow. Halfway through my haircut. Did you, did you find it? Yeah, I jumped in right after it because I thought I'd rather die than deal with half a haircut. Uh, well, on that story, uh, I think a good example of like bad technology you just can't get away from is I'm nearly done Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, and man. I know we've talked about this uh, so fucking eight weeks ago or that some you of that. stuck with it. Mikey, that is my personality. I, I finish. I finish strong. Mm, I normally finish, can't. I need, finish I need hard. the doctor's help. <laughs> yeah. You need to make eye contact. I either finish way too early or not at all. <laughs> I think that's a reoccurring thing with men these age. Um, so a big thing is that... Oh, pregnant pause there. Yeah, I just... Or impregnant pause, I guess, depending on which of those finishes it is. <laughs> a never pregnant pause, yeah. Um, is it... So in Star Trek The Next Generation, which I'm nearly done, I'm on season seven, episode seven, um, and... I, I will say is that the show is gotten better than my initial assessment okay. of saying it's the worst show of all time. I would have had to have, I would have assumed it gets better because it has such a follow. The weirdest part is it was only a couple of days ago that I was looking at a vulture article. Oh no, AV club article about how to binge uh, next generation, how to binge it. Yeah. And they were saying how you can skip the first and second season. And I was like, Oh my uh. God. I just silently was crying as my player two's like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> Tears, like my face didn't move and tears streaming down my face. Like your favorite band, Coldplay. And I was just about to reference Coldplay. Oh yeah. Because you said the 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 weirdest part and I was going to uh, compare that to the song, The Hardest Part, which is oh, a Coldplay song. That is true. You're right. You would know. I would. Mascot for <laughs> Coldplay. I, how am I 
with a mascot to Coldplay. Well, you're dressed, you know how mascots dress like the team? You're yeah. dressed like Coldplay. <laughs> Wait a second. A mascot doesn't dress like the team. Most mascots wear the jersey of the team. They dress like the team. That's true. Thank That's you. True. But you're they're welcome. also usually furries. And uh, I do have a beard. Yeah, you do. And your your chest isn't bare. It's definitely not bare. <laughs> it's more like a bear. How's your buttocks? Oh, it is so, it is a dense forest down there. It's the black forest. It's, mine is not the ass you would want to eat. <laughs> so in Next Generation, I, I, it has gotten better, but it is before the idea that every, that shows could have, you know, common threads that would go out through whole seasons yeah. or through its whole series. So every show is episodic where it's like, you know, like you get every time it always starts with the voiceover and an animation and just Captain Bart going like, you know, I think we deserve a little bit of rest. So we're going to be doing this. And we picked up a few strangers to go to the thing. <laughs> and, and then people go like, and then eventually, guess what? Strangers are fucked up. They're ghosts or something like that. They're in the electrical system. Philip Seymour Hoffman's there. 100%. Yeah. He's just like, what's going on? And you're like, ah, oh, shut up, Philip. And uh, it's always something. Like you, you could tell within the first five seconds what's happening. Because yeah. they're like, we uh, answered a rescue call. You're like, nah, well, there's stuff. They're, they're dead and they've been haunting you forever or something <laughs> like that. You're like, every time it's something like that. But I will say what is really great is it's always, the writers kind of didn't make it about Star Trek. They just made it parables. Every episode is okay. a parable about um, greed or okay. wrath sure. or something like that. And they're teaching you something about why not to get too invested into work or why not to care about others or something like that. Uh. And, what, and so they just use these characters in really interesting ways. Like Data, who's an android, who I'm very familiar with because I co-host a podcast with him, <laughs> is... Uh, Does not compute. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, I, they use him really well to like explain things to people. Like, sure. why do humans feel this way? It's like, well... Humans feel uh, this way because... Yeah. Well, no, he'll ask that question. Oh. Because why would he know? And then they go, well, I don't know, Data, we just do. Like, you know, <laughs> and it makes them address their own issues of going like, yeah, we're assholes, aren't we? Yeah. Um, but I will say the one thing... so. When you're inside, inside the ship, it looks ridiculous. It looks so outdated. Mm -hmm. The screens, the, the, the technology, oh my God, it's pathetic. But the outside CGI of the ship going in and out of places looks phenomenal. And huh. it's 2020, and that shows from 1994. Has it been remade at all, or is I that? I don't think so. Yeah. I can't believe how good it looks sometimes. That's pretty sweet. And it's not like good like watching Endgame where you don't know what's reality. Right, you're still right, aware right, it's computer right, right. technology, but for something that's 25 years old, it's staggering like, how good it is. It's Okay, so it's funny you bring that up, and this kind of relates back to the, the PlayStation event, because they uh, announced a remake of a game that that I know I'm going to be very excited about. Mm. You won't care about, because you don't, you like, uh, like worse games, like bad games, mm. and I usually like artistic, very good games. Bad, like early 90s bad? <laughs> bad, bad, ooh, you're bad. Ooh, ooh, you're bad. You're bad. Uh, unlike late '90s, which is uh, Razor Ramon was just bad. Ooh, he's, he's a bad boy. Bad. Ooh, he's bad. Um, no, Michael Jackson, bad. <laughs> in which these games are predators. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who and knew not the he predator? Was, do you think he, Michael Jackson was confessing in the song? Because oh you know I'm bad. Yeah, I'm bad. No, I think there's another song where he's literally confessing the whole time. Oh, Billie Jean. D no. Wait, what? Why do you think he's confessing Billie Jean? Because he's not her lover. She's no, just a man girl. in the mirror. Oh. I think he's literally confessing for three minutes straight. Really? Because I know I'm looking in the man in the mirror, asking him to make a change. Oh. It's all about how that person he's looking at is not good, and I want him to be better. Oh, well, I, I mean, that does that have to be so deep? Because I look at myself in the mirror all the time and think, go fuck yourself, be better. <laughs> but it's not because I... 
You're constantly replacing mirrors once a week. Yeah. It's always broken. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you have exactly. Like two, three thousand years of bad luck. Um, um, no, so so it's it's uh, Demon Souls, the Demon Souls remake. Okay, so I saw that. I assumed it was part of a franchise I'm unaware of. Oh, so Demon, what is Demon Souls? Demon Souls is the that is the uh, predecessor essentially to Dark Souls. Oh, really? So yeah. it's the prequel to Dark Souls? Or yeah, the, the game spiritual before. predecessor. So spiritual. in the same way, well, that's interesting. Yeah, in the same spiritual way, souls. Sp- spiritual souls. Ooh. Spirit Souls. They're, they're good for your shoes? They're good yeah, for your yeah, Doctor Dr. Scholes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, so it's it's a remake. Demon Souls came before Dark Souls and was it kind of laid the groundwork for that style of game. Oh, okay. Um, but I was you, you I, I bring this up because you talked about the CGI in Star Trek. Yeah. And the most of the videos that were shown uh, or, or the portions of the videos that were shown for the, the Demon Souls remake were... Uh, shot-for-shot comparisons to something that existed in the original Demon Souls. And I was watching them side-by-side in some comparison videos, and if you didn't tell me which one was the remake, in some cases, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. Oh, wow. It's almost like graphics get to a point, and not to say the Demon Souls graphics were amazing, but in the cutscenes, it almost gets to a point where graphics get so realistic that it's almost less about them being uh, uh, better and more about them being more stylized, if that makes sense. Like it, what, what do you mean by stylized? Well, so it they just look different, not necessarily better. It looks more uh, like you know how how cell shading, for example, is a choice you make. Yeah, like as a designer, yeah, you're a like, de- I want yeah. the graphics to yeah. look this way. And it doesn't mean they're better than something that looks photorealistic. They're, it's just different. It's like in the in the ways in which you show graphics in like a fantasy setting, it doesn't look one to one realistic with an actual suit of armor because you always have this kind of filter on it. That, that changes how it looks, whether everyone's like a little bit overblown. It's just like in Lilo and Stitch, for yeah, example, I always sure. think about that. They don't look like real human beings. No. They're like artistic stylings on what human beings look yeah, like. Yeah, for sure. And in the same way- Like Journey. Like Journey, exactly. Journey is, uh, like no one's scarf is that big. No. no. <laughs> well, Lenny Kravitz would have a word with you, <laughs> but yeah. True, yeah. Do you think Lenny Kravitz could float because of how big his scarf was? Well, yeah, it depends. It depends. Yeah, because he's also good at music, so he could talk to people. True, and yeah. his dick could be a a propeller in and of itself. <laughs> Have you? Did you see the video where he's? Of course, I've seen that video. It is insane. I think about that video and that poor guy at the wedding that dance. Have you ever seen the guy at the wedding? Oh, yes, he dances yes. and he he kind of like bursts down and his pants burst open and he's just. And it, there's something hilarious about a flaccid penis just flying out of pants like that. And him just, his look like, ooh. And you know what? You have nothing to be embarrassed about. You have a great dick, man. It's, it's, it's the, the look on the person's face. It, it's, it's the urgency with which the flaccid dick pops out of yeah. pants. Like it's just wobbling. Like, out like, God, I've been in these pants for days. I need to get out of these pants. It's like if I open my front door to get a, an Uber Eats delivery or something and my yeah. dog takes that chance to escape into my hallways <laughs> and just runs out like it's never seen freedom before. For some reason, I don't think that's the first and only time you've ever compared your dog to your penis. But Well, I, I've compared them in terms of length, width, and girth. And uh, I'll tell you, one is a lot bigger than the other. And we will leave that as a mystery. <laughs> you know, the only other thing I want to talk about with E3 that I really want to talk about is Riley Little, friend yes. of the podcast, yes. released his review of The Last of Us. The Last of Us Part Two. Yes. I think that's, to me, the biggest thing coming out of this. Yes. It's, uh, it's enormous, The Last of Us. You must be super pumped for I it because you love that franchise. so fucking excited. What, what do you think of the reviews so far? Like now, obviously we're going to be talking about this because by the time uh, you're listening to this, D-Pads, uh, the game will be out. Yeah. 
uh, but we're talking about this before it came out and just kind of basing it on reviews. What are you? Are you? Uh, are you excited based on the reviews? Well, I, I can't. I I can't possibly be more excited. The reviews yeah. are overwhelmingly not good, but overwhelmingly like, is this one of the best games of all time? Yeah. Like it's it's with these things where. I'm really glad to see it's not like people going, the best game of all time. Yeah. It's people having the debate about it because that makes you go, oh, this is probably really, really good. What what worries me about the reviews that I'm seeing is reading them, it doesn't seem like they're reviewing the best game of all time. Mm. It seems like they're reviewing something that is deeply flawed, but better than the sum of its parts. Oh, really? Yeah. And the, the scores are indicative of that. Mm. But it seems like some of the issues with the gameplay and the pacing uh, are frustrating and, and remind me a lot of the original Last of Us, right. which I had some issues with. I mm. loved it. Don't get me wrong. The story was fantastic. And I would rather sto- a story-driven game uh, be more like that than like Red Dead, uh, where, where it's kind of like harder to find the story bits if okay. that's all you want to do. Sure. Um, but I am a little bit worried because I did not love the gameplay of The Last of Us. I didn't right. love the minute-to-minute, like, the combat. I don't think Naughty Dog is great at combat, and I know I'll, I'll be lambasted for that, yeah, but no, I just I, don't I enjoy agree it that you much. On that one. Um, I'm still super pumped for it because I know the story is going to keep me going, and it's about 20 hours, which is, that's a good amount of time. Oh, that's perfect. Because um, I'm playing The Witcher right now, mm-hmm. uh, and it is a very Witcher? long fucking game. The Witcher 3. A Witcher? You're playing The Witcher? The Witcher. Oh, interesting. Witcher know. three. Why is no? I'm just I just didn't. A Witcher. Witcher. You're the, playing The Witcher. The Witcher three. Oh, okay, interesting. Okay. Why is that interesting? I just thought that was interesting. Why is that interesting? Why can't it not be interesting? <laughs> I don't know. You seem like 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 you're about to like you just made a mental note on me. Like you're like ah <laughs> oh, interesting. The Witcher, eh? <laughs> like a like a video game where like remember he likes The Witcher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. It's like it's like the whole gang noticed you like The Witcher, like <laughs> yeah. in the Walking Dead games, where it's like no one liked that. <laughs> it's I got that stupid Ken Cosgrove from Mad Men and L.A. Noir going like he likes The Witcher, <laughs> and he has he like strokes his brow a little bit like. Like, uh, so is there anything else? I don't know what you'd ask. <laughs> That's what I can't wait to do. All I know are on this podcast. I, we, you know what? We should do that. We, actually. Should. we should do that. Soon. We've made fun of that game so much. And I bet you it aged even worse than we remember. it. I completely agree. I think I know. I know for me, I desperately wanted to love that game. I, I desperately was there were, there are a few games in the history of games that I was more excited for than LA noir. Okay. Until I played it. <laughs> <laughs> and it. But it's one of those ones too where like you played it. It's the same thing as more of a TV show than a movie. Where you played it for like the first couple hours. You're like, okay, it's not, it's not, it's it's not, not so, so bad. bad. It's, it's uh, not so I'm bad. I'm used to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you finish it. You're like, that's a hunk of crap. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. But Last of Us Part 2, I, I, I can't tell you. I am so excited. I am so, so excited for this. I agree with you. I don't think anything you're saying is wrong at all. Yeah. And there are... There are no such thing as perfect games, as much as this ret- this retrograde podcast and other other review sites will tell you. There are no such thing as perfect games. Yeah, there are games where you go, "This is so strong," and these elements were so good that I could put this above everything else. Sure, but that means there will be inherently weaknesses attached to it. Yep, I don't play The Last of Us to go. This is the best combat game of all time. Sure, but it might be the most engrossing story I've played, and I get to play along with it yeah. instead of it being a movie. 
Um, that's great. If I want to go play really great combat stuff, there's a bunch of games for that. That the story is really shit. I, I agree with you. No, that that's a good point, and I, I I thank you for allowing me the chance to clarify that. You're welcome. Because, because I the I, Witcher. I also the, the Witcher. The Witcher. Witcher. I. <laughs> the Witcher. The the Witch. Er? Or, um, it, no, it's it's that yes, I am I am fully in the camp that there will never be a perfect game, right? Uh, but that doesn't mean that a game can't get a perfect score because I, you're I not you're not reviewing something based on the fact that that a ten out of ten means there wasn't a single issue with the game that you found. Right. It's that ten is just the best on the scale. I hate it's like I hate. Uh, that the concept of like no the best you can get is a ninety nine because it's out of a hundred because well, you can't be perfect to make that an example Babe Ruth didn't get a perfect vote into the Hall of Fame and so now baseball writers never make anyone perfectly into the Hall of Fame really yeah it's the stupidest fucking thing of all time so Derek Jeter's going in uh, two years ago and they're like well we can't give Derek Jeter a perfect everyone should vote Derek Jeter in he won a bunch of World Series he was a great player right here we go. And people are like, well, who's going to be the guy who doesn't vote for him because he can't also get That's it? That's so fucking Isn't stupid. Isn't that the stupid? That's also, so I hate stupid. Derek Jeter. Fuck you, Derek Jeter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I think Derek Jeter has a lot of uh, fans and followers who will probably hate that. But listen, all those fans and followers might as well go follow each other off a goddamn cliff. Oh, because oh. in the spirit of what we're playing today, yeah. fucking lemmings. Ah, God. Um, this is a game that's so been requested excited. a lot of times from yeah. a lot of people. Now, one of the things that we have to say on the outset is that the version of the game we're going to be playing today is not the original version. It's very hard to find the original version. That was the one that was uh, developed by DMA Design uh, from Dundee, Scotland uh, on the Amiga, which came oh out in 1991. The Amiga was, uh, it was a family of computers uh, from Commodore before the Commodore 64. Um, Lemmings, obviously, of course, uh, uh, Usually found in in or near uh, the Arctic in, in tundra biomes. Yeah. Um, Have you ever seen what a lemming looks like? Uh, I played I played a ton of lemmings. No, no. Have you ever seen what a real lemming looks like? Yeah, it was a it was a floppy. Uh, it was pretty no, floppy, no, and I I I put it in, uh, and then and then it looked like it was designed Stop out of Microsoft about your Paint. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you ever seen what a real lemming looks yes, like? Yes, I have. It is a weird because my whole life lemmings has been a big part of it. Yeah, well, I thought they that's don't what have they, green hair and they, they don't, don't have look, purple frocks on. They look nothing like this cartoon design. <laughs> nothing, nothing at all. So uh, my thought is, why did they call it lemmings when they're clearly just anthropomorphic, like kids on their way to a rock concert? Yes, like yes, they're just wearing the same purple frock with a green like monk style haircut. Like, yeah. what is that? I, I, I don't get this at all. There's a lot about lemmings that is wrong. Like, lemmings don't really follow each other like this. That's true. Uh, so, y this game has fucking lied to me. Zero to four forks. What, what, wait a second. <laughs> forks? Yeah, we're, I'm, we're they're not the delicious. <laughs> no? Oh, is that not what we're doing now? Um, now, lemmings. Um... <laughs> so, lemmings. Lemmings. I want to talk about... <laughs> I want to talk about the animal for a second. Okay. Because we kind of started with that. And you talked about how there was this misconception that lemmings would throw each other off. Not throw each other. No, they would throw that's themselves not at all. Wait, what of, is your idea of what lemmings do? That they, they're professional wrestlers. <laughs> and all of their matches take place at the top of a mountain. Ugh. And they just kind of like get into it and they'll suplex each other off of a mountain. Four, zero to four stars. They, zero to four stars. You're giving that zero to four stars. They're fighting for your... If someone dies, I'm giving it zero to four stars. Not someone. Something. Something. Some lemming. Oh, if someone dies. Okay, so did you think that... Uh, 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 World War II was uh -huh. zero stars because Hitler died. 
Oh boy. Oh, this is such a mental trap. <laughs> this is a true paradox. We gave a bunch of stars out for that army though. You know, a lot of people came back. They got bronze stars. Uh, so I think it's uh, as many stars as we gave out. 3,000 stars. <laughs> there were only 3,000 people. To World War II, 3,000 3, stars. stars. Out of? Uh, Six million? Ooh. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we oh, lost Jesus. a lot of people. <laughs> Hitler got that's zero a, stars. That's, that's a bad <laughs> score. That's a bad score. Yeah. Um, okay, so so I, I was reading up on on uh, on the game Lemmings, and I found out that in uh, the early goings, uh, Ziegler of Strasbourg proposed that Lemmings fell from the sky in stormy weather and died when the grass grew. That's how they thought the development of this game started. Died but when the grass grew? Died when the grass grew. Oh, okay. and, but then Ole Verm agreed they could fall from the sky. We're talking about the game Lemmings here. But that they obviously weren't just appearing out of nowhere when they were falling from the sky. Right. This is the game Lemmings. <laughs> You're looking for me for confirmation. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> I only found one Wikipedia article on Lemmings. <laughs> well, there's usually not one Wikipedia article on anything. Yeah, and and the development of this game was very strange. It involved a documentary from Walt Disney in the 1950s. Yes. Oh, I wanted to bring that up. Okay, yeah. good. Well, that's kind of where a lot of the, the misconception of what Lemmings do yeah. uh, came from. Yeah, they watched one short bit of lemmings jumping to their death yeah. and thought, well, lemmings follow each other. Yeah. Why are there so many misconceptions about this animal? I'm not sure. Well, outside of this game, have you ever talked or thought or brought up lemmings? Well, no, but also this game didn't exist in the 1950s. So there was oh, already true. a misconception about lemmings. And obviously Ziegler of Strasbourg, he was around in the 1500s. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know why... Are lemmings just in a small population, so we've only encountered them so many times? Is well, that Andrew, it's not they, like a house cat. They make up the subfamily of Eric Colini. Oh, boy. And they're found in uh, uh, Dundee, Scotland, where DMA Design yeah, is Yeah, you already brought that up. Um, DM, DMA Design is okay. based in Dundee, Dundee Scotland, Scotland. And yeah. they designed the oh, animal uh, lemmings Do I need to reset Dundee, you Scotland? like a fucking router? <laughs> what is happening? Are lemmings only in Scotland? Like uh, I, I, you know. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, stop you. You right say here. DMA designs when D, when I say DMA design from Dundee, Scotland, made lemmings. Yeah, I'm okay. Peek behind the curtain. Okay, I'm joshing around. Oh, okay. is it from somewhere else? No, that's the game. That's where the game was made. But if you remember, I said that lemmings themselves are usually found in or near the Arctic in tundra oh, biomes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not in Dundee, Scotland. So being in the Arctic. The, Therefore, less humans have seen them. I think so. Yeah, that makes sense. Less yeah. humans have been to the Arctic than any other continent, probably. Yeah. Maybe other than Antarctica. But uh, so, okay, that makes sense that we would not fully understand their, I don't know, behavioral patterns. Yeah, but it's weird that, that they've kind of been like fetishized. Wait, how so? Uh, <laughs> you know how like gerbils and Richard Gere? <laughs> yeah, it's, don't stop. You don't the need to say is, anything more. If you have more than one lemming in the vicinity and one of them goes up there, they all follow. <laughs> yeah. You've got a bunch of lemmings. Richard Gere was very frustrated that they kept escaping one yeah. by one by one by one. And he he accidentally set the status to the first one as one of the blockers. So the, oh, they right. kept going in and then coming right back Oh out. my God, you just reminded me of this video game of right. what you have to do. Right. Oh, I forgot so about it's that. So basically, it's, you have a set number of lemmings uh, available at your disposal. And I say disposable because some 
of them will probably die, <laughs> we'll die. Yeah. In, ca- in this case. But you can set them to basically eight different types. And some of them will, for example, prevent other are lemmings. Are you okay? Are you crying? I just, it's, it, when I think about the number of lemmings who are going to oh die God. when we play this game, um, it's just, uh, I have a, an affinity towards these because wow. of what they did for really Sir Richard Gere. And, um, Sir Sir Richard I don't Gere. think he's British. I think he should be. He should be British. You're right. Um, and that's really why I'm crying. <laughs> oh my God. I really want him to be British. Uh, <laughs> um, I, okay. Yeah. There's a lot about this that, oh man, this game, I thought it was, as I remembered it, I thought it was more like snake. And so like they would all follow this pattern and you have to get them uh, successfully to the end. So kind of. Um, Snake is a weird comparison. Okay, thanks. Okay, fuck <laughs> you. Confused the fuck out of me. Fuck you. But, but I, yes, they do follow each other. Okay. Um, the whole point like is to get them from point... <laughs> Wait, snakes don't follow each other? Yeah, the, rest, the, the <laughs> rest of the body? <laughs> the rest of the body's like, where are we going? Follow the head. Got it. <laughs> follow the head. Follow, <laughs> follow the head. Follow, follow the head. Tail's like, what's that? And you're like, follow the head. You're like, got it. <laughs> um, so it's, it's to get from point A to point B and lose the fewest number of lemmings as possible. Right. Uh, you can use lemmings or set them up with different roles. Uh, there's also kind of like destructible environments, which I found awesome at the yeah. time. So you can, you can use some lemmings to burrow through different areas. If you, instead of going over a hill, you can go through it. Right. If there's a ledge, you can stop certain lemmings from going and you kind of manage them as, as the, the levels taking place to make sure as many of them get to the end without dying as possible. That's the premise. And I, I've in, in, in looking back at this game, one thing that I, that I found out, which I found really cool is a lot of people think about this game as the grandfather essentially of the real time strategy which is really super cool because it kind of makes sense because you have a bunch of different troops, you assign them different duties. Okay. And they, you have to kind of like, you know, in a real time strategy, it's kind of a puzzle as well. You're like, well, you can't have too many of these. You need to have a set number of X troop to prevent this from happening. And if you have the better amalgamation of, of troops and, and mechanics at your disposal, then you usually win the round. Uh, so too is the case with lemmings. So, huh. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm excited to go back to this because I, I don't know what your experience with this game was, but this this is, the, the more I've kind of done a deep dive in my in my own memory on this game, uh, the more I realize this is kind of one of the games that got me into video games. Like hmm. one of the first ones, I remember my uncle played it and he was the guy who first introduced me to video games. My dad used to play this game. My brother used to play this game. So we would all play together. I remember playing with my dad, my brother and myself around the computer trying to figure out each level and get them going. And my dad was fucking really good at this game. Hmm. Uh, and then he just gave up his video game addiction and left me in the dust like a little fucking baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you if you follow the podcast, your dad comes up several times of how he does how how he's abandoned you of like <laughs> you going like we played this game together and then all of a sudden he said I don't remember playing this game. <laughs> that was the cruising USA specifically. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. I, I agree with you. I think this is also one of the, see, it almost, when we started talking about this, I said, is this an educational video game? Because oh. I remember playing it at such a young age that that was the only game available. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Is when they yeah, were yeah. trying to trick you into learning something, much like Putt Putt the Car, and a couple other ones that I really kind of, actually I'm going to try and think of so I can write down and we can do this. Oh, there was, there was a circus one uh, where there was a circus one where it was like clowns, but they taught you math, math circus or something oh like that. Yeah, well, obviously Mavis Beacon. <laughs> uh, Mavis Beacon, she was such a rad bitch. And, uh, and then I think the other one, was, there was another one where you were going through like museums with a, at night with a uh, camera. 
Oh my and, God, uh, dude, I fucking, I brought this game up on the podcast before and you looked at me like I was insane. And it was- Well, it, I wouldn't have, because obviously I just brought it up. No, but that this is why it's amazing to me that uh. you didn't, like, it was like you had no, because it was, it was in the same level as like, uh, uh, gadgets, gizmos and gadgets. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this game where it was- I think you had the, the the music in the background was that uh, was was like classical music. Yes, yes, and you. That's took why I know classical of, music <laughs> of like robots, basically. Yes. yes. What, okay. If anyone game? knows what that's called, we want to hear about so it. So let's give a as as detailed a description as we can because okay. I legitimately I've been wondering what that game was for a long time. So you're you're going into different museums in this town. It's nighttime. You have a camera, and yeah. you're supposed to take. You're kind of like in a trench coat, but like yes, yes yeah, yeah. And because you, you've exposed yourself to a lot of children, <laughs> and then you look at the man in the mirror, and you just <laughs> yeah, and you're like, you gotta do sense. better, and you're like, next time, you're like, wink, <laughs> <laughs> wink, Yahoo, um, host of uh oh, yeah, I uh oh was a bigger part of your life than for me, uh, <laughs> yeah, because I thought my dad was the Punisher. If I oh right, I forgot about that. Well, go back into the archive for that one. <laughs> um, the only thing I th when you say uh oh, I think of ICQ. Uh oh, yep, there we go. I think when I say, when I think of ICQ, I think of the Prozac song, WWW. Which is, Prozac was a Canadian band that was very important to Mikey. Very important. I've seen them live in my adult life as well. Twice. <laughs> twice. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, twice. Yeah, right? once. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you can think about that game, it was similar to Gizmos and Gadgets. There was another uh, our, uh, game where you were like a mechanic in a garage. Yeah, yeah, but you're right. It was in this realm of like educational, educational games. And that's why I assumed Lemmings was in that. But yeah. it seems Lemmings was just purely for gaming. Like no, it was a design scored that, uh, that's game. exactly it yeah. and it's it's amazing going back and looking at the reception of this game because it is it's seen as like one of the best games of all time and wow. you and I always have this wow. issue where we imagine that the games that we loved were very important to everyone else but it turns out it they were only important yes. to us because those are just the games we had yeah. Lemmings is one that I had assumed was just one that I played because it was whatever but no it turns out everyone played this game in 1996 it was rated as the eighth best game of all time by Next Generation Magazine. Um, which <laughs> By 1996. It was versus Snake, Tetris, <laughs> a blank screen for the loading. And then, yeah. there was, I, I, I thought about that as well. I'm like, how many games were there in 1996? Um, but I mean, a lot of the games actually that we've we've looked at were, um, you know, Metal Slug, for example, yep. was, was, was 1996. So, so it, it was actually dealing with quite a, quite a few uh, games, but it is such a weird... Um, award for them to kind of like hold on to like eighth best game as of 1996 we've really dropped down since then but you know at one point in time we had it <laughs> yeah the best games of all time 2020 where is lemmings <laughs> you know i guarantee you if it's written by like a a an established like video games journalist media or company, whatever it is, they will include Lemming. If it's top 100, I guarantee you they include well, I, I on almost call on the D-pads. Give us the lists of best video games of all time that are somewhat recently. In sure. the last 10 years. How sure, about that? sure. Send us there, those links there at must Retrograde Pod, at Retrograde Andy, and we want to see them because I want to start comparing them a little bit because I almost want to think about what we, our personal best video games of all time would be. Yeah. And versus theirs. I have a lot of thoughts on my personal best video games, uh, and I could talk about that forever. One of them I wasn't allowed to talk about for <laughs> for a full month up well, until now. Well, that couldn't possibly be one of your best video games. It, best? Dark Souls. Do I have to explain what best means again? 
You mean worst, right? Oh, uh, Andrew. Oh, boy. we're not talking about oh. Red Dead here. How, How dare you? you say, I'm so glad How that you are socially you? distant from me right now. <laughs> I can yell at you from 10 feet apart. <laughs> um, actually, so we I just got back. I was actually living with my parents for the last couple of months, which is mm-hmm. another reason why mm-hmm. we were doing the uh, remote podcasting. I got back yesterday. I moved my stuff. I even moved like my computer back to my parents' place and got it back here. I moved my computer back to my place last night. It was all of 20 minutes before I put on my VR headset and masturbated. <laughs> <laughs> Your honesty is so appreciated. Yeah, it's, uh, if you could remember being 14 and living at home, life's tough. Oh man. Sneaking sneaking partners I up was, to your bedroom. And- I was just so disappointed in myself because I was like, I couldn't even last a day. <laughs> <laughs> You've lasted four months, so uh, I don't blame you. Um <laughs> Yeah, I was uh I was all I was all bunched up. <laughs> all bunged up. Bunged up. Um uh, so uh <laughs> lemmings. <laughs> I want to talk about lemmings again. Um, So I think, you know, I can go back. Mm. I find a lot of people saying a lot of very good things about this game Uh, for, for a lot of the same reasons. Like this game was a deeply personal game for me and my, and my, my family, my, my brother and my dad. That's incredible though. I know you had family history with it, but like, there's no personality to these things. So it's incredible. It's like, Oh, it's a deeply personal game. Well, You know what though? It's interesting. You say that I kind of remember there being a lot of personality to the lemmings, like all the different characters. I remember the guy who would like stop people from moving, uh, yeah. past him or it was or like a it. traffic yeah. cop yeah. yeah and he he had this like bravado to him he was like the big tough guy then and there were the diggers and they had the hats on yeah the, yeah like, yeah little miners it, it yeah. was kind of uh, keep michael jackson away from them mm-hmm. uh, absolutely it, no yeah it was kind of uh, that's why the bravado guy was there yeah, yeah. <laughs> stop no get out of there <laughs> michael no other way Skywalk. other way, other way. <laughs> moonwalking back skywalking, skywalking back <laughs> luke was there yeah <laughs> um yeah so i remember almost feeling worse when the lemmings would die. They'd yell, they'd give this little scream out, but it was, it was like, oh, no, no. But it was, it was, it was. Why did you do this? Like, I felt like they were real things that were dying. I wanted to get them to the other side uh, alive because they felt real. So it did kind of have a little bit of personality to me. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally get that. I I really do. And like, kind of how we talked about Journey last week is that a game that doesn't have a story, hypothetically, you can impart so much of a story onto it because of the textless, voiceless characters. Almost more so. Yeah, 100%. Right? It if, becomes meta in a way. Yeah, if like some guy comes out and goes, hi, I'm the hero. And you're like, I, I grew up in this and I this. And you're like, oh, okay, so I can't, I, that's, it's telling me the story. Yeah. Whereas games like this, you are imparting a story. You're creating a story that didn't exist previously. And that makes it more engaging. Like I do that with Rocket League. There's no story to Rocket yeah. League, but when I play a I season do with Age of Empires. offline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, I am the emperor. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like, it's like, wow, we've had a tough go here. Yeah. Here we know, like we've, we're resilient. Here we go. And you're like imagining how history views you as a leader. Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. always remember this battle against the... Ottoman Empire. Yeah. Um, do you want to get into our, our reviews of, of the game? Okay, so for those of you who are new or may have just forgotten, as my dog shakes uh, shakes her little tail in the background, Andrew and I each give these games two specific rankings. The first ranking out of four bits is our review based on what the game meant to us growing up, as though we're reviewing it back when it first came out. Then we take a bit of a break to revisit the game and give it its second ranking, also out of four bits, uh-huh. which represents how the game holds up in the modern day. That said, every game will receive an ultimate score out of a possible 16 bits, with eight of those bits coming from Andrew, four for the retro score, four for the current score, and eight for myself. Same breakdown. Oh. Andrew, why don't you uh, follow my lead and uh, oh, break boy. it down for me? <laughs> follow your lead, but I'm going to go first. I don't need, listen, have you seen uh, uh, Interstellar? 
Yeah, of course. And have you heard Matthew McConaughey speak about time in general? <laughs> yeah, it's a flat circle. A hundred percent. So <laughs> why don't you follow my lead in whatever uh, 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 state of time you want to see oh, that, and break it down. He's breaking. He's breaking. I just want to say that we haven't seen Tenet yet, but Interstellar is my least favorite Christopher Nolan movie. But oh, saying. really? Yeah, just saying. Yeah, no, same with me, actually. I, I That then Inception, and then the rest. I actively disliked Interstellar. I think it was a bad yeah. movie. I think there are parts of it that are really interesting. Like most good directors, he's a good director. Yeah. There's interesting stuff. It just didn't, uh, whatever. Yeah. Okay, Lemmings. Obviously, natural segue, Interstellar, Lemmings. <laughs> uh, Lemmings. Okay, so I agree with you. I, I, I've kind of stated how... Um, Wrong, my memories were. I thought it was an education game. It's not an education game. I thought it did, uh, I thought it was more like Snake and you. I forgot the rules that they could all play. Yep. So my memories are not really burned in like they would be for some other youthful games from the early 90s like that. But at the same time, Lemmings is such a cultural moment for a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. You bring up Lemmings. Even I was just leaving my house. I said to my player too, she goes, what game are you doing? I'm like, Lemmings. She goes, oh no. Like she wanted to be on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I've told that to many people and they're like, oh, I wanted to talk about that. And you're yeah. like, Lemmings, wow. Um, much like little Lemmings that they are, yeah, they all wanted just... to talk about it. Um, so it is not a developed game. It's not a hugely perfect game in which we can, you know, I think we're coming off a of journey, which is like a really great art exhibit yeah. game where you can really test the boundaries of what video games are. This is the opposite, where it's a, a game early on in generations to show what video games can be. Yes. And to create the whole genre of video games as a, as a whole, as a whole medium, excuse me, as a whole. So I can't give it a huge game, a huge score, excuse me, but I can give it a really good score because it was so important and it left with me a huge mark, even though an it might not be. one? Uh, Would you say it's an indelible mark? You know, by you saying this, I've been trying to say it less. And so, <laughs> It's because yeah. every time you don't say it, you're like, you're like, and it left a really huge mark on it and you, <laughs> your eyes kind of like glaze over. I'm like, you just say it. I, I think my t-shirt for the retrograde will be... This is tough, and then it will say indelible on the shoulder. No, it'll say else. it'll say this is tough, and then it'll attribute the quote to uh, uh, the indelible little dinky Andy. <laughs> oh, oh my god! No. Oh no! Oh no! Um, it, and then my little oh, little avatar will be bottomless or something like that, um, <laughs> like Donald Ducking. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't give it a really high score because there are so many other games from that from that era that 90s that are really really good and sure. detailed and developed and sure. stuff like that but it's still an incredibly important game i'm gonna give it a three out of four nice i i like your thinking there i also have similar thoughts <laughs> to it uh, I, I like your thinking i thoroughly disagree with it. <laughs> i disagree with all of it no it's it's actually i i, I i'm similar in my thoughts insofar as I know I loved this game when it was out. I know it meant a lot to me when I was playing it back as a kid right. for some reason. Um, and I also know that it was incredibly influential and changed the way video games were made. Yeah. It was it was incredibly new when it came out as a whole new genre style of game. Like you said, a new way you can play video games. Yeah, totally. In spite of all of that, I haven't thought much, I haven't thought to play this game again since then. Very anti-lemming. Yeah, very anti-lemming. Yeah, yeah. I, I have not. I, I follow the beat of my own drum. Look, if I'm going to jump off a mountain, it's because I want to jump off a mountain, not because all my friends are doing so. If you showed up and all those lemmings are jumping off a mountain, you're like, oh, I guess not today. Yeah. And you walk yeah, away. Yeah, from I got to yeah. be unique. I got to be new. Um, no, but it's it's strange. It's been remade and it's been super accessible. Right. It's all over the place. It's on our phones. It's on basically every console as a version of Lemmings. Um, 
and I just haven't thought to play it. And because of that, because I went so long without feeling the need to play it, mm. I can't give it an amazing score right. because it hasn't it ha- it didn't leave that mark on me that 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 indelible mark. Uh, oh, to make oh, okay, me want yeah, to sure. Play it. Oh, yeah, it's so easy when someone else says it. <laughs> yeah. When I say it, it's you know full of mockery. But <laughs> Colin, Colin. Hey. Um, same room energy. Well, listen, I'm. Uh, I, I do love the Ryan Styles of this game, though. Uh, <laughs> I'm more of a Greg Proops guy. <laughs> it's kind of Wayne out there. Oh um, <laughs> but listen, I'll carry the weight of this. I was just going to say, I drew carry about, yeah. a lot about this game. Yeah. Um, because because I haven't had the 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 need to go back and play it, uh, I'm giving this one a three out of four as well. Oh, okay. It just it just isn't. It, so I'm saying, like, I I really do kind of agree with with yeah. your thinking there. Like, it just there's something about it that didn't last long enough for right. me. It's maybe too simple and maybe that's the reason why I haven't thought about it as much, well, but... I, I, I think about this where I like, I play this and I don't know how old I am, whatever, eight, nine, something yeah. like that. And I play this game and I go, this game is fucking phenomenal. And then not a year or two later, Doom comes around. Yeah. And I go, that just takes over my whole life, right? I go, sure. this is the greatest fucking video game of all time. Yeah. And so I think it just pushes out all those memories. Duke Nukem, all the... Uh, yep. Wolfenstein, push out all these memories sure. of Lemmings because it feels so childish to you in the moment where those games feel very adult. Yeah. And now when now that we're adults, we look back on childish games and now kind of like fetishize that idea of yeah. going like, look how innocent it was. Look yes. how good it was. And it's okay. It's yeah. not like, like you don't have to be cool and like Doom. You yeah, can exactly. like the simplicity and appreciate the simplicity of Lemming. So I think yeah. it's going to hold up pretty well. I mean, I, I, I hope it does. I really do. I really do. And I think it will... Because the simplistic game style it is, where you're like, you can do it. Yeah. It should be as easy as it was when it came out. Yeah. I don't know. Only one way to find out, buddy. There is only one way, and we're about to fucking do it. Let's go fucking <laughs> Let's go do fucking it. do it. <laughs> Honest to God, that Lemmings poster looks like a horror movie. It looks like misery <laughs> times a hundred. I was going to say Children of the Corn. Oh, yeah. Instead of the blonde hair, it's green yeah. hair. One of them got a Disagree with us. <laughs> Follow uh, us. Uh, no... So we're going to be obviously playing with the, uh, the the new graphics, but it's the same principle. Yeah. Same um, gameplay. Yeah. yeah. I, I also, another game I want to do eventually is Worms. Mm. Or play Worms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so hard to find the original though. So it's, it, like, I guess it's kind of the same because the gameplay doesn't change that much yeah. from, from one to another, but that game I remember having a fucking ton of fun with. And you, you we talked earlier about making a story ourselves right. because there's no like uh, narrative. And I remember naming each of the worms different like if I, you know some were Star Wars characters and somewhere and it was like this this battle and I'd name some of my friends and some of my enemies and I didn't oh, want to no. lose to my enemies. Who are your enemies? Like especially as a kid, who are your enemies? Your mom? No. Your neighbors? Typically, people from school. Babysitter, people from school. People from school. Can we have them on the podcast when we talk about? And I can tell them about how often I would fuck them up (laughs) in worms. Hey, I beat you up with a bazooka, you (laughs) son of a bitch. (laughs) All right, lemmings. Ooh, good choice of music. It sounds. You know what this? It sounds sounds like like? vitamin C graduation song. But if you choose to do that at karaoke, yes, like not quite the background. One hundred percent. As we go on and forever, we will still be 
Friends forever. I had a tr I had trouble listening to that song for so much of my life because it came out the year I graduated grade six. The year I graduated grade eight. Ah, and yo, okay, so grade yeah. eight yeah. going yeah. into, going into high school. Me, grade six, my school ended in grade six. Oh, you went to a junior high? No, just I stopped going to school. <laughs> <laughs> So no training. What the fuck? They're just really making us. What the fuck? I want some training. Or... There's okay, a brick. He picked up a brick, and now he's picking up an axe. It looks oh, like. Oh, no, he can't. Oh, so you got to give him the staircase there. Okay, so you. Right now, the way we're doing it, it looks like we pick up items as we go. Um, oh wow! And then you can probably assign those those items to different lemmings. So. But there are so many lemmings now. There are so many. I kind of remember that though, once it got to be a lot, it kind of worked its way where they're all gonna end up in the same place anyway. Yeah. So you can just assign one and then it'll kind of take the path, but. Can we talk about the evil demon that is spitting out lemmings? Yeah, I don't understand. What is that all about? Yeah, there, there's kind of like this, and he's continuing to spit them out, even though I don't think we can get through this level now. Well, where is the miner? Said Michael Jackson. <laughs> wow, I would, I would really, really appreciate a uh, full tutorial. A full tutorial, because this is, yeah, I feel like this is the tutorial level, and I just don't get it. No, they said it's kind of like parenting in a way that they're just like, hey, deal with this. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna give this guy make that kind of climber. Perfect. There you go. Oh, oh no. So you have to. Oh no, it actually did work. Okay. We will still be friends forever. Okay, so we go fun there. Here are the different levels. But this is floaters all the way. That's, that's right. gross. Yeah. Down and down we go. Yeah, let's try let's try something something else. Alright. So we're okay. gonna try a different level. Oh, I remember this. Okay, so. I'm assigning, uh, well, I have a bunch of umbrellas that I'm assigning everyone. Oh yeah. So you have to assign it and blockers. So I'm going to assign this guy a blocker and then they're all going to be umbrellas. Like no more lemmings are continuing. Right, so it seems like I've just kind of like completed the path. I can keep those guys there. Also, can you make them not blockers anymore? Also, I, can we talk about Blockers, the John Cena movie that it, I really like? It's a good movie. It's a, good it's a movie. very good movie. It's like Blockers and Game Night came out and no one talked about it. I'm Game like, Night is amazing movie. as well. I know. Yeah, those are two very underrated movies um, that kind of came out of nowhere. Nowhere. Because really, they Great look movies. like they should be terrible. Oh, okay, here you go. So you can increase, I think, the rate at which the Lemmings... Oh. oh. This, of course, would be easier if there was a fucking tutorial. Yeah, seriously, the, the lack of a tutorial is head-scratching. There you go. Yeah, so in this one, it's basically just a bunch of platforms. You only have about ten of the ten lemmings, and they fall down and walk in one direction. You give all of them an umbrella, and the first person to come down, you make a blocker so they can't walk off the wrong way, and then everyone else just... Walks to the left, comes down the platform. It's, you're good to it's go. a lot more of a logic puzzle than yes. I really remember. <laughs> That's a it is a great song. It is a great song. And welcome back to the retrograde.
Oh, is that your lemming? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't be so offended. What the fuck are you talking? You're calling me a lemming? Uh, well, kind of. No, I'm the opposite of a lemon. Yeah, I only dress like a mannequin and love Coldplay. I guess, I guess, actually, <laughs> I could be the definition of a lemming by claiming to absolutely not be a lemming because any that means that someone doing something will mm. mean that I will do the opposite. Having individual thought makes you not a lemming. So, what is your most contrarian take, then, Mikey? Listen, this whole oh boy, uh, <laughs> oh boy. I don't oh, get no. into it. I get into it. Um, my most contrary, well, probably Red Dead. To be honest, that's oh, that is like if we're talking yeah. video games, that's yeah. got to be that's very contrary, and yeah. people fucking love that game for some reason. <laughs> oh my god, for some reason, the worst part is you acknowledge the parts that it's good at. You yeah. just the negatives for you are so strong. They can't overwhelm the positives. No, they don't. They definitely don't. Well, because because at its core, it's a video game, and yeah. the gameplay <laughs> to me is, yeah. is not. Uh, it's not fun, and not even just not fun. It's not good. Mechanically, the game is unsound. Oh boy. Okay. It's not. It's okay. Hmm. Here, here's a simple fix that they could have done. Okay. Apart from just scrapping Rockstar's gun mechanics entirely, mm-hmm. um, which I think you'll agree with me, they're not good. Like the auto lock-on system, it's just the game. There are better shooting games, yes. Yes. Um, I think what they should have done is is balanced the game where three enemies at a time is a very big deal. As mm. opposed to 25 enemies. Come, like, the sense, like, the game tries so fucking hard to be realistic to the point where, like, it's cold out, you better put on... Yeah, better, better, yeah. Better Every jacket. time you get off your horse, you got to make sure you got your right guns with you. And yet... Combat is shooting 50 people and yeah. getting shot 30 times yourself. Like, there should be a way... Almost- but you can drink tonic. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, the tonic. Yeah. The snake oil, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, that, that to me would be... if Find a way to balance it where shooting and killing someone is a much bigger deal mm. than, than it is in the game. I actually don't think that's a bad... I, I, I agree with you. I think that's a great idea because yeah. each kill should feel very impactful. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because like they talk about with Arthur going like... What are you doing? He's like, well, I've killed a lot of people in my life, or whatever he says, and it's, it's just like, like so you've killed what? thousands, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. thousands, not like twelve, which yeah. would be a lot. <laughs> like if you said, "Hey, Mikey, yeah. how many people have you killed?" And if the answer is more than one, I'm like, that's a lot. <laughs> and this guy's like, I don't know, four hundred yesterday. <laughs> they they talk about that a lot in the uh, like uh, Jeff Kanata at the from the Weekend Confirmed and Whatnot podcast, and now I think he's doing a podcast called DLC. Uh, he talks about how Nathan Drake is a terrorist. Yeah. He's killed thousands of people, and yeah. yet he's the the lovable good guy. He is a psychopath. He's committed. He's committed genocide. Yeah, 100% yeah, yeah. There are whole peoples yeah. that don't exist because exactly. of Nathan Drake. Exactly. Wouldn't uh, that be? That's a great image for 2020. A white oppre- white person coming in to steal your history and murder your people. Oh wow. The modern day Christopher Columbus. So you want to talk about controversial takes. I don't see a problem with that. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> yeah. Guys, I'm joking. This is before the mic cuts off and you go, all? And it's just like silence. <laughs> all lo- just yeah, All no. blue cut. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All blue. Um, <laughs> only blue what? <laughs> um, it's all a right. big, huge Eiffel 65 fan. Um, <laughs> I'm blue. Wow, we've got a really good good dose of '90s content in here because between uh, vitamin C and Razor Ramon and Razor Ramon and, and the graduation. Oh, vitamin C is the graduation song. Yeah, that's yeah, graduation yeah, yeah, song. Yeah. yeah, and Lemmings specifically. Well, Lemmings specifically. So let's talk about Lemmings specifically. Let's do that. Um, initial impressions. Hmm. 
My initial impressions are, well, that was a game. Yeah. That, you can't deny that that was not a game. (laughs) (laughs) When I moved the joystick, the cursor would move as well. It it felt, so it is very complicated, Mm -hmm. and yet at the same time, so simple. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm shocked that it was that complicated for a game from the nineties. I think that's kind of like the first thought is like, oh, wow. Okay. Hmm. That's very impressive. But at the same time, it's such a simple ass game that once you figure out it's, it's like a math equation. Once you figure out the answer, you're like, oh, oh, okay. That's not true though. Why? Because we've, we figured levels out. And just couldn't get the mechanics to work properly to enact the. Oh, I'm quote sorry. Unquote, no, formula. you're right because yeah. no, no. But I mean, is level per level. You're yeah. like, oh, that's how it happens. There's a solution to each level. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. then once you have to do it, now that's a whole separate issue of going. Can I get these really weird ass controls to work to yes. prove the thought in my head that I know is going to happen? So when there's times where it didn't work, you're like, well, that's stupid because you knew the answer. And it almost feels like I don't need to beat that now because I, I know the answer. Yeah. But you as a game got in your own way and prevented me from doing Like, it's not my fault. No. That, that, that I have to perfectly time uh, uh, a cursor to land on a lemming at a specific time yep. when the game doesn't allow for that sort of dexterity. No. So for a game that that would consider itself to be a puzzle game, like something that that you got to figure out the solution to this level, to then require you to do something that seems outside of the realms of what a puzzle game is, right? It just seems like a waste. Yeah, it's the the controls aren't good enough to make that that seem or feel satisfying when you get it right. And it's just like to go back and go like, oh, I, I, I can't wait to do this more or like, oh, I failed even though I knew the answer. Yeah. It's not like you're like, oh, I can't wait to go back and play this game and yeah. prove this game right. Yeah. You're just going like, well, this game's kind of broken. That's the only reason I couldn't figure this out. It, it feels like as a remake, uh, this game should allow for the ability to assign a task to a specific lemming at any point in the level and have that task carried out at your designated space right. at another point in the level. Because okay. as it stands right now, as soon as you assign a task to a lemming, they do it right there. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I just want to also bring back uh, a point to prove how right I was. But uh, <laughs> is He's talking right wing as well. And this is, this is get on uh, Andrew's Trump train because it's, it's leaving the station. Choo-choo, motherfuckers. Uh, no, is... Uh, is that this game is a lot more like Snake than I had originally thought. Okay. It is like Snake. The more lemmings that fill up and populate your area, the more confusing and hard it is to get to finish the level entirely. The same thing with like, I know what to do. Same with Snake. I know what to get to this dot. But eating your own tail is the issue that gets with it. When this starts populating with a ton of lemmings and you're having trouble figuring out which lemming to pick to climb the ladder or dig or, you know, be a Bowser or whatever it is, it's, it's... that's the issue. So it is kind of similar to Snake in a lot of ways. Thank you very much. That's my PhD thesis. <laughs> I'll take my doctorate now. Doctorate, please. I, I, I know what you're saying in terms of okay, the good. fact that when uh, the screen gets overwhelmed with content, it is harder to 
fulfill the task that 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 has been assigned right. to you. So you're describing video games, and therefore, yes, it is a lot like Snake. Not a lot of video games are all about like populating the screen with too many things. I think that's like I, zombie Call of Duty, yeah, horde mode. I think most of the bad games that is the that is the. Uh, oh, yeah. you're just letting out your score here. Mm-mm. This is that was okay. a lot of noises because I'm very <laughs> conflicted on this game. At at its core, there's something great. Yeah. There's a very good idea, right. but it keeps getting in its own way. Mm. Like the fact that I finish, a, I fail a level, and I'm like, no, you you got that wrong. Yeah. as the game. I know what I'm doing, and your imperfect controls prevented me from getting there. That that's bad. However, the act of like, you know, they drop two lemmings. You see what direction they're going. You pause it. You look at the rest of the level, and you're like, okay. I'm starting, like, it's starting to click, like, mm-hmm. like the formula, you, you start to, like, see the matrix a little bit, and you're like, I get this. You pick up the item here, you give it to this lemming over there. Yeah. When this guy finishes his task, he's going to get this. You give it back to the original one. That's fun. Like, that's really good. Yeah. But enacting that plan, using the imperfect controls, uh, and using the the strange timing of it, and, yeah. like, just the mechanics the game gives you is not fun. Nope. So that's a huge, huge detriment. Because what I described in the first little bit is what a good puzzle game is. What I described in the second bit is what makes a game bad. I know plenty of good puzzle games that I would rather play that also have good mechanics. Yeah. This one doesn't quite have those mechanics. I Yeah, I completely agree. I, I really do. I, I just don't think it holds up because it's asking you to make very precise decisions or, mo- um, excuse me, not decisions, because you made a decision. Yeah. But it's uh, little motions you need to make to really make this game work. It, it's just not suited for you as a user to make those decisions so that because it can't pay off them, yeah. you know? So it kind of doesn't work. It's not paying off what it's laying out. Right. Does that or, make sense? Or it's in order to get the payout or the payoff, hey. out or off, whichever one, yeah. in order to get it, you have to get that pay. <laughs> jump through hoops that don't feel necessary. Yeah. It's like as soon as I, when I get to the point where I figured it out and I know which exact lemming to assign it to and when to assign it to them, I feel like the, this game, it should be finished. If it's Tetris, where the mechanics are yeah. much more uh, connected to the puzzle itself, right. that's a different story because that involves some Twitch mechanics. This game doesn't feel like it should have any Twitch mechanics whatsoever. No. It should almost feel like I should be able to assign the tasks to the lemmings at the very beginning of the level and then just let it play Actually, out. Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah that really yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah. Well, Mikey, do you want to get into our scores let's, a little bit? Let's get into it because honestly, I feel like the more I talk about it, the lower my score is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> so in our previous scores, I gave it a three and Mikey gave it a three. Yes. That gets a six out of eight. Um, in our current scores, I will start. Can, can I propose something? Can we can we moving forward do this not out, remind you of our previous scores? No, no, no. Oh. Do this out of four and a half bits because then we can do six out of nine if if it comes down. To <laughs> oh my god! And that is a nice score. It's a nice fucking score. You're right. I, we should almost get to like out of twenty so that I could give something a four out of twenty. Oh, sick, bro! Oh, what man. the fuck, man? Oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Warriors come out to laugh. <laughs> Welcome to the retrograde. <laughs> Our intro is an hour and a half. <laughs> okay, so with uh... yeah, before you do that, because this podcast is about not getting to the point. I love the fact it's that the dullest podcast. Sometimes it is forty-five minutes. 
before we talk about the title of the podcast, which is the game that we're focusing on, and then at 45 minutes, we still kind of like meander around the game, play it for a bit, talk some shit, talk about Red Dead for 20 minutes. <laughs> And then give an arbitrary score. It makes me laugh because it always is like, and the game of the week obviously is Lemmings, and then immediately we don't talk about Lemmings. <laughs> like Exactly. Every time makes me laugh. Keep them wanting more. Yeah, exactly. Well, also, you knew why you were downloading it. You see it in the title before you click this episode. Yeah, exactly. You don't need us to remind you. Yeah. You idiots. Yeah. Um, all right. So <laughs> two threes for a six out of eight. Our current scores, I will start first. Um. It's it's kind of tough because it's 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 tough to oh shit is it I just is said it, it. Tough, I fucking Andrew? said it wow so it's just like every other review you've done is it just <laughs> tough for you to formulate reviews is that what this is you're like it's tough the words don't come to my brain sometimes I've never decide I've never sided more with Sophie on how tough her decision was <laughs> um, yeah decisions Mer- are tough Meryl has that famous line of well this is tough. <laughs> She looks at two of her children and she goes, you're probably wondering where I brought you here. <laughs> goes, Sit down. Could you close the door behind you? Close okay. right. Obviously not to stay in here. Yes, thank you. <laughs> this is tough. Oh, that's good to hear. The kids think. That'll this make them feel better. This is just as hard for me as it is for you. <laughs> exactly. That'll, that'll make them feel better as they cold, feel the cold barrel of a gun behind their head. <laughs> oh, so it's me? Oh, this was tough? Oh, okay. Um, well, I'm glad here was tough. Um, okay, it's also equally tough for me on when deciding what my current score for The Lemmings is. The Lemmings? The Facebook? <laughs> oh, drop the? Drop it's just the just sexier. Yeah, yeah. Lemmings. Lemmings. Um, okay. It's, it, it's tough when grading, like it's like I make it better. It's tough when grading older games cheese. like this because the 90s games like this have are often great in premise. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yep. often when you explain a couple of sentences to someone, an elevator pitch to someone, you go, oh, that sounds like a really interesting game. Mm-hmm. And then you play the game. And even when we're playing remastered versions of the game, which is a more graphical uh, uh, remastered version instead of a controlled remastered version, yeah, you kind of go, oh, I see what they were going for. And ultimately, I don't feel it to be a successful game. And that's my going to be my score of the game. I don't feel it to be a successful game. Because... As Mikey was saying, the Twitch uh, controls of it are not congruent with the rest of the game. Yes. The rest of the game is like, oh, let's plan this out. Okay, we got four levels. Okay, so this is... Okay, so he's got to get through here. We're already given a bunch of umbrellas, so we know people have to fall. You're already planning this out. And instead of um, puzzle games that have been ultra successful, let's say a Portal, which in my mind is like the most successful puzzle game of all time, if not Tetris. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, Portal is a great game where it integrates puzzle and Twitch. 100%. And so you're looking at it the whole time, you kind of, before you even start, you go, okay, so wait, there's holes here and here, so that means something's coming out. This doesn't work like that because you're not, you're not, the Twitch is just not working for you. And when the Lemmings get more crowded, and I totally granted that that is part of the difficulty, it doesn't feel successful. It feels more frustrating. Yeah. I, you know, I like the ones where you're like, oh, I figured it out, and you can click, 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 and it's done, and you're yes. like, oh, the success, the crossword level, the puzzle level, the whatever you're playing, that level of success just kind of bays over you. This is more of the unsuccessful uh, frustration side of puzzles where you go, I know what it is, but it's just not giving it to me for some reason. Well, that's dumb. So there is a lot to reward for it because it is fun. It is creative. All the different styles of lemmings that you can give and and make them do things that will help you 
um, feel that fun, but the game stops you from feeling the full potential of what it could do. Yep. I'm going to give it a two out of four. Nice. Yeah, I think I think you you hit the nail on the head there, where you talk about the mechanics uh, and and how they integrate with the puzzle. And here's my my big problem when when you when you, when you talk about Portal, and that's a good comparison. The mechanics being integrated with the puzzle itself are that's okay because yeah. the mechanics are fun. The mechanics in Lemmings are not fun. It's you don't have the long build up satisfaction of something like an Age of Empires where mm. the process of building up is fun as yes, well. Yes, it is. Lemmings then is just, I know the solution. Let me have everything arbitrarily play out and then click and then it all comes down to one like split second click of a specific lemming that's purposely muddled into a bunch of other ones. Right. And if you get it right, great. And if you don't, then it doesn't even feel like your fault. It feels like chance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, uh, exactly. Um, so, and, and because they've baked in the mechanical requirements of the game to the game itself right. in a way that says, well, you can't go to the next level until you beat this level. That means there are going to be so many cases where I, if I did decide to go back and play this game, will have figured out the level. Yep. And at the last moment, will have gotten something wrong, not by my fault, but by you know the, the fact that the game doesn't give me the tools that I feel I need to be as dexterous as I need to be to beat mm -hmm. the level. And then I'll have to do the whole thing over again. Yeah. After already having demonstrated to myself into the game that I know how to get it to the next stage. Right. And that idea to me is like, like purgatory, like having to relive <laughs> the same thing over and over again. And it's not fun. Right. So it's not like a portal where even if you miss the jump, it's fun to flip yourself four times through a portal and get the momentum and the feeling of like doing something you couldn't do in your regular life. Yep. It just feels like a punishment. Like once you figure it out and you fail, you are punished in this game and yeah. it's a time tax. And because of that, ugh, I hate that I'm doing this, but I'm giving this one a one and a half out of four. Oh, wow. You and Laura. Yeah, because it, it look, on premise alone, this game's a three. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, and if they found a way to make the mechanics more enjoyable, I could easily see it being a three and a half. But because its execution is so poor, yeah. it's that's preventing me from ever wanting to go back and play this game. Oh no, I have no interest in playing this yeah, game. Yeah, and and you know, back in the day when when controls were a little bit, you know, worse or or forgiving, or it wasn't you weren't expecting something to be, you know, completely one-to-one, -one, it's one thing. But 1991, we we think back, I, I looked this up as we were talking. Battletoads, Super Castlevania 4, uh, Another World, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, Street Fighter Volume 2. Like, wow. like, there were much better games in terms of their control at this time than this game. So, Echo the Dolphin. Echo the Dolphin, probably around that time as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, of course. It, it, it feels as though uh, letting this one, giving this one a pass just based on when it came out isn't fair because th there were games that were doing it right. Yeah, and I still think we're being too nice to it because with our two threes, that's a six out of eight. And with my two and your one and a half, that is a three and a half. That gets us a nine and a half out of 16. Like, I'm okay with that. <sighs> I'm okay with that because we're talking about a game that changed video games forever. Okay. And, and, and to get around a 50%, that's the lowest, the worst case scenario for a true pioneer of the medium that I love so much. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I just think, I think that current score is gonna, obviously it's buoyed by the retro score. Yeah. Uh, the current score is just not, buoyed. where you, 
Bui. I like that. Bui, yeah. I like that. That's a good uh, term. Well, thanks, Ben. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think the current score is going to get you where you want it to be, and I don't think this is... There are so many great su- successful puzzle games, and I think those puzzle games that when you fail, it gives you inspiration and encouragement yeah. instead of, oh my God, fuck this game. Yeah. This is, oh my God, fuck this game. And yeah. therefore, it's just not going to be a successful gaming experience. You know, kind of like, I hate to say we're talking about Red Dead, but like you said, it's just not a fun game for you. Yeah. This is not a fun game for me. Yeah. And, and, uh, Though Red Dead Redemption 2 is probably one of the greatest games of all time, I just don't think that Lemmings will be up there with a Red Dead. <laughs> you know you know what I was thinking as you were saying that? Yeah. Um, and I'll let that one go because it's Thank so you. clearly wrong. You're welcome. That, oh, okay. Uh, well, never mind. Um, I, I think the best way to play this game, this is going to sound weird, the best way to play this game is to... Through the eyes of a child. Take, <laughs> the friends you made along the way. <laughs> is to take a pic or, or to look at a screenshot of the level. Yeah. And... Um, just envision it. Yeah, like and they go, "How would I do this?" That's all we were doing at the yeah. beginning of of this game is saying is or of of each level is like pausing it, looking around. The only time it didn't work was this weird again another arbitrary uh, uh, hindrance where you couldn't see portions of the level until the yeah. lemmings walked past them and lit a lantern. Yeah, and it's like even that's kind of stupid. Just let me see it. Envision what it'll be like. Almost like doing a Sudoku. Like you just kind of like, mm. oh, okay, I get, the, here's the equation. There it yeah. is. I, I input it. That's good. Yeah. You can you can get as much, the satisfaction that I got from the game, you can get just by looking at the levels and and understanding what you would have to do if you wanted right. to beat it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. It's just, it's a great game and premise and it makes sense that it was an early video game in the way that somebody wrote it out on paper and said, wouldn't this be a great video game? Yeah. And then drew out the levels and went, wouldn't this be great? And you'd go, yeah, that's going to be really great. Yeah. And then you do it and you're like, right, we haven't figured out video games yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You exactly. know? And exactly. so it don't, makes total sense to me. They should remake this game on the Switch or something like that. And it, with modern mechanics. I'm not going to lie. Even with the animations we saw, I was like, this feels like a mobile game to me. Yes. Like it really does. Yes. It feels you know? like a port of an iPhone game. Uh, exactly. A hundred percent. I completely agree yeah. with you. So, while Lemmings may be important to you, it definitely was important to us. It may be better in your memory. Yeah, that's 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 uh, that's that's true. <laughs> I, I agree with you on that one. That's it's disappointing because I really thought this game was going to hold up very very I well. I did too. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's the ones like this where you're like super shocked by. Yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah, they yeah, kind yeah. of leave a bigger impression. But more than anything, we hope you're staying safe and sane out there. We hope no matter where you're living, things are getting a little bit better. Um, I, you know, that's a tougher. That's a tougher question to answer these days with where you're living, depending. But we know being in the same room together, things feel a little bit better. So more than anything, things feel better together. Live it as as, as much as you can with one another. If you have the ability to see someone else, you know, maybe don't give them a hug, but give a a welcome hello. A knowing nod. A knowing nod. (laughs) (laughs) More than anything, things are better together. That's what I'm trying to say. So we hope you're doing great out there. Thank you so much for listening. We love you, D-Pads, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. Game over. Feel free to review the podcast. <laughs> Feel free to review the podcast on your platform of choice, and you may hear your review featured on a future episode. Subscribe, like, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Listen direct and find our show notes at theretrogradepod.com. Join us on Facebook or on Instagram at the Retrograde Podcast. Or Twitter at RetrogradePod. And you can always send us an email at the retrogradepodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this, make sure you let your player two know it. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed this, make sure to let your player two know to give us a listen. Let's play again next week. D-Pat. No, that sounds so dumb with a pause. What is wrong with me? Might have a head injury? Let's play again next week, D-Pads. Fuck it. That sounded good.
Oh, you quit, so they're they're all gonna explode.